You're listening to the FUVFC Podcast on WFUVSports.org. Hello, everybody. It's Rich Franco here with the WFUVFC Podcast, sitting along Christian Hoban and Luke Fiore. we got a little soccer to talk about today. I uh, should hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so, this too. Is a <laughs> lot of soccer news today. Champions League is back. Thank you. Uh, anybody want to hum the Champions League? I, I would, but I don't want to get sued. Okay. Because All right. I was warned. I was I was warned very harshly today. I mean, to not use copyrighted music. I would too, but Liverpool did tie today. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not in the correct spirit. I would say. I am in the mood for it though. <laughs> yeah, it's in my head right now. Yeah. I'm just listening oh, yeah. to it in my yeah. head. Yeah. So we got Champions League soccer to talk about today. Uh, we'll have a little roundup. And for this past weekend of Premier League, the Premier League is back after the international break. So we'll dive deep into that. Luke, what happened? Okay. Well, uh, Luke's our Liverpool fan. I am. So, um, so what happened? I was certainly not happy uh, about that call. I understand why the refs had to make it. Uh, you know, it was a high boot. Um, the red card was reasonable if you were standing from a far away perspective. I'd like to, I'd like to to jut in at this point and ask a <laughs> yeah. question if I could of the lovely Rich Franco. Rich, are you allowed to kick people in the face and then j- keep j- playing? I'm gonna say no, but just to okay. clarify, All Luke right. is talking about Sadio Mane's I am. Kick, kick to the kick, face of Ederson, yeah. Manchester City's goalkeeper. Man-, Man City went on to win the match five nil. Yeah, you are not allowed to kick people in the face. It's just you can't do it. I don't care if I, he was looking at the ball. I don't care. I mean, I don't care okay. if the goalie was out of the box. I don't care. I don't if see it as a Mane's kick in the face. A, well, I see it as a face coming into the foot. I mean, Mane was. <laughs> <laughs> The face came. In. I, I look, Luke. I agree with you. Sadio Mane. There was no malicious intent there. Yeah. Sadio Mane oh, I don't was think there clearly was any malicious eyes intent. on the ball. He went to play card. the ball. It's a it's a high kick, and in in the game of soccer, high kicks will always get called, no matter what level of soccer you are playing at. It yeah. will they will always get called. I agree. I agree. But I I mean the three game ban after that and the rejection of the appeal. I I don't see the justification for that. I mean I I do get the red card. It's unfortunate. I, of course, I don't believe it was what the fans wanted to see from Liverpool or Man City. I mean, obviously, Man City fans are happy, but it was just a complete poor showing by the Liverpool side with only 10 men. Um, they took out a bunch of their guys at the end, but it was not the game that you bargained for when you came to see it. But the three-game suspension is just a little ridiculous for me, considering, obviously, you saw the red card. There was no intent behind it. Um so that's why I just find it puzzling, to say the least. I, def- I, I definitely think that the three-game ban was a little extensive, but Ederson did get hurt. Ederson's sure. going to be out for some time, and it was a kick to the head. So I believe the FA was kind of like, yeah. all right, I mean, we got to we, – we, there was no it. intent there, but yes, Christian, you, you, can't, you, can't, ignore you it. can't ignore it. Well, there was certainly one person who was very glad of that occurrence. As you could see, Claudio Bravo smiling on the sidelines coming into the game. Oh. The highest paid backup. <laughs> oh. Poor Claudio Good Bravo. for Claudio Bravo to get back into the game. But, obviously, best if wishes it, to Ederson. Yeah, if yeah, it took so, somebody... I don't know how happy you could be if it took somebody getting kicked in right. the face. I mean, to it get, is just Claudio to get Bravo. A, just to get into a league match. Yes, but, but best wishes to Ederson, even from Liverpool fans. I just find the whole situation unfortunate. And speaking of Liverpool, they had won 4-0 against Arsenal. 4-0, correct? Yes. 4-0, yeah. 4-0, 4-0 against, against Arsenal, Arsenal the week prior. That's, and then can we talk uh, about how classic Liverpool that is to just <laughs> thrash somebody? Yeah. Like, 
beat the heck out of them four nil, and then to come back and then just shout out to Oxlade Chamberlain, right? <laughs> okay, well, in Liverpool's defense, they did have ten men for that Man City game. They're only down one nothing at the time, and they were dominating play. And especially with, I think Fernandinho had a yellow card at that point, so they were within striking distance. Salah missed a wide open opportunity. I mean, it was really he sprinted down the sideline, got past Fernandinho, and just kicked it right to the goalie. I mean, it's inexcusable if you're that highly paid to be on the biggest stage in the Premier League on one of the top clubs. Uh, it was just a poor showing all around for Liverpool. It was, and it was it was only two 0 at the break. So right, I mean, yeah. it was there was a bit of an onslaught from City in the second half. Mm-hmm. And look, red cards change the momentum of every game. But speaking of other games here, we have Stoke and Manchester United. Yes. Christian was thought I thought I was going to talk about Tottenham. He I was, was very like, so excited. excited. He I was, was like, very excited. he's wearing his Tottenham jersey. He's like, yes, I yes, am wearing Tottenham. my Tottenham Let's jersey. Let's go. We beat Everton. Yeah, 3-0. 3-0. But Manchester United, Stoke, first time Manchester United has conceded a goal and first time they let up points. Yes. Yeah. So it's big for everybody. Big for everybody, Chris, especially for Tottenham Hotspur and, and Man City, Man City and, and Chelsea, and, and pretty much everybody, every, and yeah, pretty much every sixth top place team. and sixth place Huddersfield Town, yeah, and um, fourth place Watford, uh, yeah, fourth place Watford. That's the uh, first time you might hear that. And eleventh place Arsenal, eleventh <laughs> place. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys worried about Manchester United no. here? Absolutely. Or? I mean, I. You look they, at the goal differential; it's still ten. I mean, Man City's second with eight. But, I mean, we knew going into the season those were going to be two of the best teams. I'm not worried a single bit about Man United. It's, it's, just... it's always tough to to go away to Stoke. I mean, Stoke's, Stoke's been uh, proven trouble for Manchester United. And they, they, they haven't. I they don't think they've trouble won. For, they often prove trouble for the top teams going to Stoke. I mean, Stoke never beat up on them, but it's tough to grind out points on the road against Stoke. So, I mean, right. yeah. a draw's not the end of the world in this fixture for Manchester United, especially since they got two goals of their own. Even last last year, Liverpool, I remember, tied Stoke at Stoke. It yeah. was 3-3 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was just a it tough happened. game. They it were happens lucky all to, the time. Yeah. Stoke's like one of those teams where yeah. they're just, it's like Crystal Palace, they'll always prove trouble for the top teams <laughs> when they come Crystal into. Palace, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> just wait till they get Wilfried Zaha Hot, back. Yeah. I'm telling Roy you. Roy Hodgson... We'll find. We'll finally find out if Christian Benteke can take corners. Hey, now that they've got Hodgson. Yes, uh, Frank DeBoer leaving Crystal Palace as the uh, manager, and Roy Hodgson coming back. Now, Tottenham beat Everton three nil, and I want to go to the Champions League. Oh, can we please? Because that's what Christian really wants to talk that's about. Really Tottenham wise, want to talk about. So we'll talk about Tottenham first. Tottenham uh, beat Borussia Dortmund three one today. Uh, two goals by Harry Kane and one from Sun. What are your thoughts, Christian? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, first of which is that Harry Kane, four goals in four goals in four calendar days for Harry Kane. Uh, after not scoring for the entire month of August, as he is apt to do, he's got four goals in his first four uh, days playing for Spurs in uh, September. Um, so he's back. Um, the team looked good. Their signings looked good, especially uh, Serge Aurier stepped in at right wing back today and looked, I thought, fantastic, um, shutting down uh, the potent Borussia Dortmund attack. I mean, you didn't hear a word out of Christian Pulisic all day. He was he had to deal with Serge Aurier all day. Davinson Sanchez, Tottenham's record signing, stepped in at center back and played 
played well against Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Um, Aubameyang had a goal disallowed that probably shouldn't have been. Uh, it was called offside. There were about six Dortmund players offside on that play. Aubameyang was the only one that wasn't, and he was the one who ended up with the ball. And, you know, that's a tough call for the assistant to make. Um, but I think Spurs looked great at the weekend against Everton, dominated the game, uh, dominated shots. And again, they looked great uh, at home at Wembley, where everybody was nervous about them. Could they win at Wembley? They um, finally got their win at Wembley. I mean, they, they, they did have a win at Wembley last year in the Champions League against Moscow, but it was after they were already eliminated from the Champions so, League. So Champions League glory for uh, Tottenham at Wembley? Every game at Wembley, they'll they'll win now? No, they, they did the they Champions did lose League? a couple of games in the Champions oh, League at Wembley last year. No, before that. Their last oh, game so maybe after they eliminated. maybe this is the start of their streak. I, yeah, and I think so. I think their next uh, Champions League match is away to Apoel, so, I mean, that's not a big deal. But then they go to the Bernabeu, and that's where they're going to get you know, get three points at the Bernabeu, no problem. You know, huh. I, don't, I don't see Madrid being a problem yeah, no, for Spurs. No problem, though. Spurs easily going to walk the group here. Yep. Um, and I would say Spurs right now are favorites for the Champions League, and I'm seeing if John's paying attention in the back room, and it doesn't appear that he is. Oh, he gave you a glance there. He gave me a look there. Um, I really wanted to get him to jump in. John, Spurs are the favorites in the Champions League now. Your thoughts? No, guys. It, hi, everybody, by the way. I'm back here producing the show today, but... No, Spurs are in no way the I know that to win the Champions League. I There's, do. I do they've know still got to go to Dortmund, to Madrid, and they've. It's it's going to be a very tough road for oh, them. Oh no, I'll I do that. know that. I'm being a little facetious here, John. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Speaking of favorites to win the Champions League, PSG, PSG. looked very. My nice. actual favorites to win they the Champions League. They looked very nice, and the front three contributing with Kylian Mbappe with a goal, Cavani with two, Neymar with one. That was the same showing as their first Ligue 1 debut together. This trio is looking yeah, it's scary. nasty. It's like the new Barcelona it's fun. pretty it's, much. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. How the heck did they afford to get all these guys? I don't know, but it is fun to watch. I believe the FA has launched a, uh, little yeah, a little financial investigation. Investi- yeah, UEFA, has, UEFA. John, just correct me. UEFA launched the uh, financial fair play investigation into PSG. And but they look fun. But speaking of the new Barcelona, I thought Usmane Dembele looked really good for Barcelona mm-hmm. um, in his Champions League debut for them. Um, a strong three 0 win for them against Juve. So I th- I thought the new Barcelona looked just as good as the other new Barcelona. And this Juventus is nothing to play around to either. Yeah. Uh, my friend was talking to me the other day, and he was telling me that this is like the Lionel Messi. Like redem- like kind of redemption. Finally got yeah. his goal against like, Buffon. He's just gonna just go on a tear. This year is Messi's year. He's gonna <laughs> come back. He's sick of sick and tired of hearing Ronaldo. And you know what? I like it. I'm all aboard. Yeah. All aboard the oh, Messi I'm train this aboard. year. Messi is like stuff to prove this year. Especially, I want to see. I want to see Messi meet Neymar in yeah. a in a match in an elimination round. That would be what, wild. I want to see the them go up against PSG and then Madrid or Madrid and then PSG and win it all. I mean, I, I'm excited to uh, watch Barcelona, especially Neymar is definitely playing with like a chip on his shoulder now that Neymar left. All the talk about Cristiano Ronaldo uh, and his success in the Champions League last year and throughout the past couple of years. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see He's, what Messi has in store this Champions League. It, and it was wild to me that his goal yesterday, I mean, he had two. His goal yesterday was his first ever goal against Gigi Buffon mm-hmm. in his entire career. Club and country had never scored a goal on Gigi Buffon, and he finally got it yesterday and he got two. I mean, it's not, and it's not easy to score against Gigi no, Buffon. No, it's not easy to score that against Gigi Buffon. That is one goalkeeper that's like, I scored, you can like just yeah, walk that's around like, and be like, yeah. 
I, I scored, scored against, against Gigi Buffon. Yeah, that's a very big deal. That could be like the highlight of someone's career. And yeah, it might it, be the hi- it, highlight of Ivan Rakitic's career. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. I mean, um, but Real Madrid today were back in the Champions League and they had Cristiano Ronaldo and he contributed with two goals. One was a penalty, but Cristiano is still serving his suspension in the league from his uh, red card against uh, Barcelona in the Copa del Rey. Uh, one of the Copas. Yeah, one of the Copas. They've, got, the a lot, they've Copas. got a lot of Copas. A lot of Copas over there. It's a Copacabana, if you will. <laughs> and the interesting headline to me from this match was Marco Asensio <laughs> missed, was, the missed the match. So Marco Asensio is probably one of the best up-and-coming players in my eyes Yeah, yeah, in, he's in the world. Great talent. Great talent. He's got a lot of skill. And... He was left off the roster today because of an infected pimple on his leg. So he couldn't get his sock up because of the, the infected pimple. Because of the infected pimple. Now, how big is this infected pimple? Is it just I, like a it's got to it's got to be pretty big, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I could have gotten a bigger I saw sock. that headline and I genuinely didn't believe it. I I was I, like I, this is <laughs> like, oh, he missed out on the on the squad today and this and there's an actual reason, but somebody had a funny tweet of why. But no, it it was it just was a real. It was literally a. I th- so I saw I saw a tweet and I was, I was like, oh, this is clickbait. Like, oh, you'll never guess why Marco Asensio is lo- is out of the lineup today. <laughs> I was like, I oh, never would have oh, guessed. Yeah, I, I never genuinely never would have guessed. I never would have guessed. guessed that a pimple would keep a guy out of the lineup. So there but Madrid have. Madrid didn't miss him though. Seventy percent possession, twenty six shots, uh, six on goal. I mean. I mean, that's that's pure domination. Yeah, that's they just that's dominated. Real Madrid and, right I there. I mean, that's what I mean. To be fair, that's what. I mean, that's what everybody expects I get for Apoel in this group. I mean, they're that's a tough group for them, tough yeah. draw for them. Well, guys, let me hop in here real quick. Real Madrid, they only beat them 3-0 today. Yeah. Shouldn't this is Apoel Nicosia from Cyprus. I mean, they're they they did make the knockout stages one year in like this incredible Cinderella run, but don't you think Real Madrid should be beating them by more goals? Just that was just my thought. I th- I, I didn't think I I think I think the scoreline would concern you if Madrid hadn't dominated, but since Madrid dominated for so- the entire game, that three nil doesn't concern me. Like if 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 it were three nil and uh, Apo had fifty percent possession and had similar shot numbers, and I mean Madrid, Real Madrid, had, Madrid had, had racked up like fouls shots. and yellow cards, but they just they just dominated, and sometimes your shots don't go in, and they pro- they probably could have won five or six nil if they had a couple more bounces go their way, had a couple more. Had a little more luck on their it, shots, seeing eye shots, but that happens. So I'm not that concerned. But I mean, it, it's on its face, it is a little concerning that they would only beat Apoel three 0 But I, I, I ultimately think it's not that concerning. You know, at, at some point, when you're playing that well, seventy percent possession, how it was twenty six shots, it, it really it gets almost like boring. Yeah, when's the game gonna end? Like, yeah, like, like I think the like, players. Let's kinda, run this out here. Yeah, I, I'm not concerned at all about Real Madrid. Just put them up against some stiff competition, and I'm sure they'll be back. Yeah, to yeah. What you I mean, want. I, I mean, I would be concerned if, you know, if they do ha- struggle against Dortmund, but or or even Spurs, though I don't think that's likely. Um, <laughs> but I, but I'm not concerned about a, only a three 0 victory against Apoel. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's they had their 26 shots, and like you said earlier, Christian, sometimes the shots just don't go in, and a team like Real. For them to win three nil, it's like all right. But if you look at their league av- like league averages, I I feel like they they tend to just win three nil typically or like a three one. And yeah, 
Applewell had what? One shot on target. One shot on target. And four shots overall. So I'm not worried to, to for Real Madrid at all. And they've done so well in the past. I mean, Z- Zizou has done fantastic there. Yeah. And I wouldn't be worried. And Cristiano Ronaldo, this is his first match back in a while, so he put the uh, the ball in the back of the net two times. I And for Real in the league itself, the in La Liga, I feel like they dropped points the other day. And it's tip. And they're missing Cristiano Ronaldo. When yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo is not in the lineup, it's a different team. When, yeah. That's like saying when you're like when your best player is not in your lineup, you're a different team. You it's don't like the play. Patriots missing Tom Brady. It's exactly. gonna happen if he's not playing. I mean, right. there's no avoiding that. It's like Liverpool missing Mane. It's like Liverpool missing <laughs> I don't know a defender <laughs> or four or four. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I I would not be concerned about Madrid. They'll be fine in the league once uh, Ronaldo gets back. And totally s- fine. Speaking of Liverpool, Liverpool had a Champions League game today. <laughs> oh, two two. Against Sevilla, so Sevilla is not, is some tough competition. I, yeah, I, I won't, oh, I'm certainly. not. I'm not going to write the write them off. Sevilla has won the Europa League three times in the past four years, and so they're good competition. They ten, they made the Champions League again, and there were two red cards in this match. Oh, Joe yeah. Gomez got a late red card. The, oh. Yeah, there was only the one red card, but yeah, Joe Gomez with the late red card. Yeah, um, the thing about that is I don't believe Gomez should be playing at all. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he, probably sh- he probably shouldn't be. It's, but, he's but a I, center back playing out of position. At over, uh, He was playing at right back today? Yeah, I think so. I, I didn't get but, to watch the game, unfortunately. But, I, it, but it's the draw is not concerning, and it's because their group is not concerning. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's Sevilla Liverpool, Liverpool, Sevilla, and it's Maribor and Spartak Moscow. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, if Liverpool don't get through... That's that's really eye opening and that's really concerning. Yeah. Like even like a draw with Sevilla is not the end of the world because they should beat both Spartak Moscow and Maribor. They should get four points out of each of them at least, if yeah. not six. So I mean, it's it's not concerning to me a draw against Sevilla. In fact, it's probably a fair result. They had they were about even on possession. I mean, Liverpool is missing Klein, uh, and while he is not a premier right back, as Christian pointed out before the show, um, he definitely is a major improvement over Gomez. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I don't think that he's bad by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's very good. I I mean, I just don't think that he yeah. makes that much of a difference um, in terms of preventing goals. I mean, he's very good at what he does, but I don't think that he would would have for instance, had that much say in the 5-0 defeat at the weekend. Maybe it would have been 4-0 yeah, if I agree. Klein was playing. I don't think he makes that much of a difference in terms of actual goals allowed. He's very good right back. but And, uh, um, again, they're also missing Lalana. A lot of people forget. Yeah, Lalana will be a, a big addition when he comes back. He was a, a star pretty much before yeah, he got injured. He was, he was playing really well. Uh, so, especially with him, uh, they got to figure out their midfield a little bit, but they've got an overflow with Coutinho and actually Chamberlain, but I think the more they play with each other, I mean, they'll figure it out within the next couple of Champions League and Premier League games. And it was very interesting. Coutinho did play today. Indeed. So he yeah, got fish. in for so Emery I, Chan, so I think he came in for. Uh, he came on for Emery, Emery Chan. That is correct. Emery so Chan. I guess this fully 100% puts him off of any Champions League for another team should he leave in the January yeah. transfer window. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't reset for the 
elimination rounds after the group uh, stages? No, I don't believe still? so. Okay. I don't believe so. Officially, he cannot play for another team in the Champions League now that he's been included, even if he's included in the match day squad. So even right. before he came in. He okay. okay. So, yeah. So. Coutinho is out for any Champions League, not wearing a Liverpool jersey. Yeah. But I, I think uh, the Coutinho situation is going to probably – He's going to end up leaving at the end of the year when they bring in Nabi Keita and it'll all work out. He'll get to go to Barca or whoever he chooses, but Barca being the main contender there. And no, like, I think I think I think I genuinely think PSG will hop in there just because of the Neymar, friendship he has with yeah. Neymar, but yeah, Barcelona is still probably the once leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, gets yeah once the, once the investigation's wrapped sure up into PSG, how much it's spent. Yeah. But yeah, so but you would you would you would assume that this is Coutinho's last year at Liverpool, but I agree. Hopefully, he he does have some impact for them in the Champions League. I mean, I, he can. I mean, they, he's got the talent. If they go out in the transfer window, maybe get some defenders, maybe replace Mignolet slash. Hey, they should get out of the group. Yeah, they should get out of the group, so they they should have a chance to reload in January. Maybe get somebody who can. If stop they can a make shot. that run, maybe Coutinho will stick around. But they do yeah. have that backload at midfield that they got to work out. Yeah, they do. So now, Manchester United handled uh, Basel yesterday. Three three nil and goals from Fellaini, Lukaku, Rashford. Paul Pogba left the match injured in the nineteenth minute. And Mourinho was not happy after this match. He said that it was very poorly played for Manchester United. And from the looks of it to me, Manchester United had a fairly solid game. So I, I don't see what Mourinho is saying. Maybe this is one of his mind games that he plays, and you know, Mourinho doing his his thing where he's like, oh, I'm the special one. I'm just going to go off and say whatever I want to say. And yeah, I think we'll the, I think this is a bit of uh, Mourinho being uh, too eccentric for his own good here. When your team wins 3-0, has 60% possession, and takes 20 shots, you should be happy. I don't care if you think you're smarter than everybody else. You should be happy. Like, he's got a little Bill Belichick syndrome here. Just be happy. You won. I don't won. think he's ever been happy. Uh, no, I don't think <laughs> he's ever been happy. He, lifting the Champions League trophy with a frown on his face. Just, just lighten up a little bit. You I think I've seen him. Cel- I think I've seen him celebrate. Lukaku like- scored another goal. He's on an unbelievable run of form. He's playing incredible for United. Fellaini scored. That should have made Mourinho so happy. That sh- Mourinho no, no, pr- should have should have been really jumping for joy when Fellaini scored. I mean, just you know, just be happy for once in your life. You know, that's <laughs> if Jose. I know you're listening. Big fan <laughs> of the pod. Just be happy, man. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. You know what? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I agree that it's partly mind games, but you look, Man United had 60% possession. They had 12 fouls, two yellows. I mean, I think that, yeah, he's satisfied with a 3 nothing win, but I think he's got visions of going all the way. I think Mourinho really thinks he could go up there and compete with some of the top top clubs like Barcelona, PSG, Real Madrid even. So I think he's trying to get his players in the mindset to compete with those guys with more of a future focus than with on the focus on FC Basel or Basel. Yeah, and I, and I do, I do think that makes sense. But I also think that the way they play today doesn't preclude them from competing with the big boys in Europe. I mean, they're an incredibly talented squad. The only thing that would concern me about today is, or yesterday, whenever they played, was is Pogba. That would be the only thing that would concern me is if I don't have Pogba. But the that would be the only thing that would concern me about the game the other day if I was uh, Mourinho. And that I, that's not something to be upset at your team about. It's not like they injured Paul Pogba. It's not like they went out there with billy clubs and, and they were just broke his Paul knees. It's that, you know, 
people get hurt. It is a hamstring injury, and that could be tricky. No, those, those, those are tricky. It, that's not something to get upset at your team about. Exactly. I, maybe it's uh, maybe the training staff there, Ooh. or Paul Pogba. Maybe he's, he's not drinking. Oh, maybe he's Paul Pogba is not water. drinking enough water. Oh. that's what it is. Paul Pogba needs Paul to Pogba, drink more water. If you're listening water. to this, and I know you are, drink more water. We've got a lot of Manchester United listeners out there. Right? Yeah, you know what? The whole you? squad. I think. I mean, I think Zlatan called in last week just to yeah. talk about that new. Uh, oh, I'm contract. so happy Luke said Zlatan because I love the Zlatan. Can we just talk about how much we love the Zlatan oh. for like a half an hour? I, I, yes, I think we could have a whole pod just on. Zlatan. Oh my god! I follow him on Instagram, and let me tell you, that is one of the greatest things you could do. So go out and follow at I am Zlatan Ibrahimovic right now, and your day will be lightened <laughs> up. He has a great. He has a great Instagram account. Uh, what'd you say, John? Uh, I I don't I don't think so. Uh, John just said that Zlatan is the most overrated soccer player, and I I just I don't, I don't even want to so. look at John. Yeah, I, that physically upset me. That hurt me to my core. Zlatan is my by far my favorite player, and I am so excited. I picked Manchester United the Champions League strictly because Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He needs the Champions. League. Just wait and until his life after Premier League and oh Champions League when he goes to MLS. Uh, when he plays he for just, LAFC, he just completely wrecks the entire oh my gosh, league. That's going to be so fun. Every record. David Villa is going to look horrible compared to him. Well, let's not go that yeah. far. I, I mean, David Villa. It's by another the hot by take. the time by the time Zlatan gets to MLS, David Villa is going to be a multi-time right. MLS MVP. All right, I'm just saying, hot take. Record it now. Just like my hot take we on are Jack Butland. But um, I I predicted Jack Butland to be a pretty yeah, much yeah. That's really going out on Zeus a limb there. Form. Jack Butland is good. They're going out on a limb. Luke Fiore. Come on. I, I I don't know. I think I think I think he should be highly rated in FIFA more so than maybe yeah. Because that's I mean, <laughs> but check oh, whatever. I'm not debating <laughs> FIFA rankings. But so I, we'll make a quick mention of this. Chelsea did win six nothing. Shout out. There you go, John. I did it for you. Against against, uh-huh. against FK Carabag, who are a lower-tier Europa League team. So, congrats, John. Chelsea only had 55% possession. Yeah, that's concerning. That. Are you I'm concerned cons- about 55% possession, John? If if it was a 3-0 win, then maybe. But it was a 6-0 win. The, the reason why most of the possession, most of the time, Mar- uh, whatever, the Carabag had possession was when they were kick- picking the ball out of the net. So, that's where all that possession came from. Oh, yeah? Is that so? I remember, I remember when... Spurs played Carabag in the Europa League, and Carabag finished fourth in their group. I don't know how Carabag got into the Champions League, but here they are. Carabag does crashed. Look, Carabag is at the bottom of the group right now. Well, I mean, it's been one game, and they lost six 0 So it, I should it, really, really hope so. But it is a it is an interesting group, especially for Chelsea. This is a good yeah, win for Ro- this, is, this is a good Roma win for Madrid, Chelsea. The Roma Madrid draw was very interesting. Yes, and you know Roma's not a team to just gloss over. They no. they're a yeah. very competitive team, and tying Madrid. Uh, one one, and Madrid's just a great team overall. I mean, they've made the, they've gotten into the knockout stages the last few years. They've done a great job. They made it to the final a couple of times. So this is a great result for Chelsea. As if you're, for a Chelsea fan, uh, you have six plus goal differential here. Yeah, that's that's very helpful just and, to build up that goal differential. And a goal differential in a group is something not not to really like blink your eye at because it you know sometimes it really comes down to goal differential and I will bring it back to Manchester City versus Man United years ago when Man City won I believe it was their first title and it all came down to goal differential and yeah. Man City yeah. won that title in goal difference over yeah. United that year yeah and that was one I remember reading in Sir Alex Ferguson's book and he was like what a wonderful day that was even though like Manchester United did happen to win that day and Man City was and Alex Ferguson gave all the credit to Man City and that great book I suggest reading it 
uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's autobiography by himself. So, so just quick question here for John. Uh, two goals for Batshuayi. Striker controversy? Question mark. I feel like Batshuayi really isn't. He's not at a good enough level to be trusted to lead the line in big games. I think, yeah, he's going to eat up people. Like, for example, at the end of last year when kind of people stopped caring about the league, especially after Chelsea won, like, he was eating up competition. But I don't know if he—I don't trust him to lead the line against a team like Spurs or against a team like United. I I think you've got to go 100% with Murata. He's good to come off the bench maybe for the last 15 minutes and, like, a little spark plug. But he he at at his current level and on his current form, I don't I don't trust him to lead the line. Yeah, because it was very interesting. Uh, Hazard actually mentioned that he that uh, he should leave Chelsea and look to to get minutes elsewhere in a recent statement that he made. And but these two goals, I don't know. It, but Morata has also been playing very well. So yeah, I, I yeah he's 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 been in good form. I don't think there's. I don't think I, there's a controversy yet. I think Morata was one of Chelsea's big signings, but maybe getting Batshuayi in there with some playing time with Morata, or I don't know, maybe exploring a loan option like they did with Remy. Yeah, because Batshuayi he, is he, really good. He's very good, and I'm he should get playing time. Chelsea literally have no other strikers besides those two. Hey, you never know. So we'll see what happens, and we'll see what Antonio Conte uh, fixes up for Chelsea. We had a lot of Champions League talk today. I'm Rich Franco, Christian Hoban, Luke Fiore, and John Furlong.